Hey everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect, episode 94. Today's date is May 9th, 2021, or Mother's Day, for all you mothers out there. Of course, when you're listening to this, this, this won't be Mother's Day. This will be the Wednesday after. Happy belated Mother's Day. Yeah, happy belated Mother's Day, even though we're early and on time. Yes. <laughs> time travel is confusing. <laughs> Anyways, I am Duds, or Duds versus None to the rest of the interwebs, and that's Jimbo. And I'm Jimbo. You may know me as Jimbo Slice Twenty Three. So, uh, how's your week been so far, Duds? Busy. <laughs> Another busy week. Uh, so I made mention on the last show that I was working on my office doors, and I continued working on those doors till about Wednesday. Granted, it wasn't as intense as it was during the weekend. Mainly, like touch up paint, removing paint off the hinges and stuff. And today is the first day I've actually been able to fully close the doors. Mainly because I wanted the paint to be good and dry before I f- close them all together and stuff. Because you don't want that. You close the doors and then they stick together. So when you open the doors, it rips the paint off the wall. Mm. I didn't want to risk it. So I kind of left the doors open all week. But we're doing it now. It, from my few voice testing stuff, the room sounds really echoey in my ears. But in the microphone, I don't think it's picking it up. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Other than doors, let's get off doors for once. I've been having some computer issues. Huh. Um, so I, I've got like 16 gig of RAM and I was playing Minecraft this week and I noticed I was dropping frames. Just absolutely horrible. For some reason, it was only reading two gigs of RAM. Huh. And then I went and I looked at my computer and my computer was using all two gigs. It was like, I only have two gigs. Why do I only have two gigs? This so much work for just two gigs. And I had to go into the BIOS and do an update. And then it was like, oh, there's 16 gigs. We're good to go now. It's like, what the heck is going on with this computer? Just randomly deciding, hey, I'm, I'm going to use an eighth of what you gave me. Yeah. And then complain about it. I think it's quickly becoming time to do a new PC, but I really don't want to. PC parts are extremely expensive right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I need this computer to hold on. I don't think there's like a timeline to where they're going to get any cheaper. It seems like this might be the new normal. Yeah, from what I can tell, the earliest we might see some normalcy is 2023. Yeah, that's that's a long time. Yeah. Minecraft wise, I worked on a tree farm with Carl. Uh, it it was a big episode. Basically, me and Carl started the tree farm two weeks ago, and I just finished it yesterday. Uh, so Saturday, and it's a very detailed build. It, the the big problem is so we we dug a giant hole mm-hmm. to put this tree farm in because we're like, well, we need every inch of this hole to put this farm in there, and we didn't. Like doubled it. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, we can leave it as a giant hole with a functioning form, or we can pretty it up. So <laughs> prettied it up, and it, t- it took a long time to fill that hole. There is, like, if you go around to the back of the farm and go through the wall, it's just a giant dead space that I half slab so nothing can spawn over there. But I was like, I've got to get this done. It's functional. It's pretty. We're good. Yeah. I really like it. You can see it now in Carl's video of the, the build, at least, but the detailing that'll be in your part, right? Yeah, so me and Carl used Lightmatica for the first time building this farm. Oh, okay. 
because I, I sat there, we were doing the normal, you got to watch YouTube video, pause, play some blocks, continue watch the YouTube video, pause. I go, does this guy have a world download? He's like, well, yeah. And I said, well, let's try to do Lightmatica because if we could just drop the farm in the world, then we could just place the blocks then. And it, I mean, it's relatively simple redstone. I can figure out how the farm works, no problem. So we're like, okay, yeah, that works. Well, I fought through installing Lightmatica because it's me, but we ended up getting that to work, placing it in the world in what we thought was the correct orientation. <laughs> Turns out building redstone and Lightmatica is really hard. <laughs> mm. Because it's like, hey, place this block here. Then you place this block here and nothing happens. And you're like, well, did I really place that block or is that a hole? I can't tell. We fell off the farm like so many times building, <laughs> thinking we were standing on a real block and there was nothing mm. there. Yeah. For those who don't know, Lightmatica is like a, you can import a transparent image of your build mm -hmm. of the blocks and uh, it allows you to, you know, get the right blocks in place. Yeah. Take a previous build and be able to copy and paste it into your world right and that was that was actually probably a lot faster than watching the youtube video the problem is when we copied and pasted our our farm there were some underground redstone bits that the transparency didn't copy because we didn't realize oh. there were underground bits because we didn't watch the youtube video and uh yeah i i was able to catch that and fix it the same with so it uses a tnt duper to break the logs Mm -hmm. and our TNT duper, because of the orientation we placed the farm, was facing the wrong way, so I had to rotate it 90 degrees, but th that that was nothing. Uh, th the redstone on it is so simple. Redstone is getting more and more compact nowadays, so yeah. The farm itself wasn't hard. I would say decorating the farm was way more hard than building it. Yeah. But it's such a good farm. It pumps out so many logs. My only complaint is it doesn't do two-by-two two trees. Ah, uh, I was just going to ask. And acacia trees. It can't do acacia trees. Yeah, those wonky go wherever they want to. <laughs> wonky trees. Yeah. Yeah. But and that's fine because we didn't really need the farm to do that. I'm getting ready to do the docks on my island, which is just going to be massive amounts of spruce wood. So this, this farm does that. And I'm like, perfect. One thing I've never done, build a tree farm. This is my second tree farm. The first one I did was one of those super simple mumbo jumbo tree farms that basically only do oak and birch. And then this is the first one I've done that's like complicated redstone. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. No, it looked like it turned out good. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for the episode. I hope people like it, especially considering it took two weeks to do. <laughs> that That would have already come out by the time this episode airs it would have come out monday okay it's sitting in my youtube thing just waiting to release ah okay enough about me what have you been up to this week jimbo i have not played minecraft all week i know where are my bottles jimbo <laughs> i uh i signed on for like two minutes early this week and i know what i have to do mm -hmm. and it's gonna take a lot of grinding and i was just like meh i really don't want to do this right now there's just way too much, and I signed off. <laughs> That's the way to handle it. Yeah. You know, just take another week, I guess. Uh, there is, uh, like, like the towers I got built, I, I have a plan for those, but I got to put blocks in place. And the blocks I got to put in place 
are a lot of blocks. You know, I I got to try to shape this thing the way I want it to look. It's going to take a while. It's very, I don't know. It's it's going to it's going to be grindy. I I know once I get going, once I get going, it's going to be a lot easier, you know, just start placing blocks, you know. That's what I got to tell myself. Just just start placing blocks. Yeah. But uh it's just, I don't know, overwhelming sometimes. I do apologize for no video. You know, it's going to be 3 weeks late, but you know, I I do have some editing in, so the video is being being made. The way I've handled those big grinds is like cut it in half and then cut that in half. And then if you still feel like it's too much, cut that in half and then just do that one bit and then go do something else and then come back and Mm -hmm. do the next bit. I mean, that's you saw me. That's how I had to do the mountain. Yep. I chopped that mountain up into so many sections to it didn't feel overwhelming. Right. And lately, you know, my episodes, it's all been about this base. Got to get the base going. Got to get it the way I want it to look. And uh, last episode I did was more of like a a storytelling, storyline type of deal. Uh, I collab with Obni, and it does that does mix things up a little bit. It kind of gets you off of that grind, uh-huh. just doing something else, doing something else creative. I really enjoyed that. I hope to do more of that. But, uh, I mean, the base needs to get done. I have to get to it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned computer parts. Yeah. I helped my wife's twin sister build her computer. Mm-hmm. What we had to do was get a Ryzen 3 with integrated graphics mm-hmm. on the CPU. No graphics card. But uh, it works fine. It works great, actually, for Ryzen 3 CPU. And uh, we found a 1050 Ti graphics card for 120 bucks on Amazon. I'm like, oh, we got to get this for her. So we ended up buying it for her to use for her computer. Mm-hmm. And I notice, I'm going through like YouTube videos about this graphics card, and it's a complete scam, right? Yeah. This 1050 Ti was originally from Wish, mm-hmm. sold for $48 on Wish. A 1050 Ti, and I'm like, oh my God, did I just buy a useless GPU? Well, it came in, and I went over the house to put it in there, just hoping, got my fingers crossed that this thing works, and no, nope, doesn't even work. Yep. It's technically like a GTS 450. It's not even a 1050 Ti. It's a, you know, it's a big scam. I went on Amazon, I'm like, who's this guy that sold it to me? He has deleted his account. He's not even there on Amazon anymore. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to build a PC and need a GPU, research what you're getting. Get a name brand type of GPU. I know they're, they are expensive, but you don't want to be in the situation I was just in. My one advice is don't buy a GPU right now. Like seriously, don't, period. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find one where someone isn't trying to rip you off. unless. And see, this is what I've been contemplating. So I love building my computers. I always buy the individual pieces and put it together myself. Mm -hmm. But if you buy a pre-built from a reputable company like NZXT, they have the brand new GPUs in stock and they will put them in in your pre-built. And usually like their pre-builts are $100 more. So it's almost worth paying the extra $100 premium because they also offer a very good warranty 
if something goes wrong with your computer and shipping and stuff. Yeah. If you really need a computer right now, get a pre-built from a reputable company. Don't go to Walmart or Best Buy and buy those iPower computers. Those are garbage and extremely overpriced. But like NZXT is very reputable. They do a very good job. What's the other one? Zydex. They're they're a very good computer company too. Hmm. So there's that option if you really need one. Yeah, my wife's sister, her husband was uh, showing me a pre-built he wanted to buy because ever since she got the computer, now he wants one. I knew they were going to yeah. want these computers. We've been playing games with them online and stuff, and they're, we've been having a good time. And uh, he brought up this pre-built. It was like $600. It had a, I think, a Ryzen 5 and like a RT or a RX 580, you know, nothing crazy. Yeah. It was $600 with a monitor. And I'm like, that's probably as good as it's going to get, to be honest. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about this just a little bit longer. I know some people are like, get onto the Minecraft. But on uh, NZXT's website, when you go to the pre-built section, you can actually choose what game you want to play with your computer. And it'll let you know, hey, these are your recommended parts to be able to play this game at what resolution you want to play it at. So if you want 4K gaming on the latest COD title, it's like mm. you're going to need this CPU, this mm. GPU, this motherboard. One arm, one, arm, one <laughs> leg. Yeah, your firstborn. <laughs> first, firstborn son. Yeah. Reputable companies, that's the big thing to remember. Yes, very important. That's it for my week. Yeah, because we went way out of Minecraft. Well, actually, before we get into the news, I want to talk about the pre and post show this week is all about Hightail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people are just like, eh, but some people may be really interested. So if you want to listen to the pre and post show, it's a dollar a month. And me and Jimbo are kind of hyped to this game. So I think these pre and post shows are turning out pretty good. Might be worth listening to if you're wanting to get in on that. Mm-hmm. There's my advert for the Patreon this week. You're welcome, Carl. On to the news. <laughs> We've got Snapshot 21W18A. Not a big snapshot this week. It's like the no. third week in a row we've had very little snapshots. And really, the main changes are infested blocks. You know, the little silverfish blocks mm-hmm. aren't going to instantly bind. They take a little bit longer. I think twice as long. Yeah. Uh, it's still not enough for me to probably go, my game must be lagging. This block is taking a while. Ah, oh, it's a silverfish. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's still going to happen. The other big thing is screaming goats now will ram things more frequently than regular goats. Ah. We got that. I like it and I don't like it. I like the screaming goats because that's just hilarious to listen to. Oh, my God. This, the, sound, the screams they make are hilarious. Yeah, and like I said, I had uncles who had goats, so it very much feels like home, if that's possible. Do they really scream like that? Yeah, they really scream oh like God. that. I I want to hear that. My uncle's goats were not big screamers. We we had like the one, I think it was one or two fainting goats, but the one goat, whenever it was feeding time, like would just start screaming its head off until my uncle put the feed in the bowl or the... It was really a cut in half barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just screamed. <laughs> and it's, it That's sounds hilarious. like it sounds exactly how Mojang uh, portrays it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Wow, 
I noticed the change that you don't have on here is the anvil change. Oh, yeah. No longer will it spit out your item when the anvil breaks. Yeah. Thought that'd be worth mentioning. See, I like that, and I don't like it at the same time, because I'm one of those people who won't even notice the anvil breaks. Mm. So spitting the item out actually is like, why did it do- Oh, the anvil broke. I need to get a new anvil and put it there. I'll be one of those people who breaks the anvil just walks off because I, <laughs> I won't notice i i remember last season i made the ender ender mm-hmm. and uh, i didn't know where to put my anvils so i put them along the ender ender like right along the ender ender where you killed the enderman yeah many times people upgrading their gear putting enchantments on there with the anvil and it would break, and their item would go into the Ender Ender and go into lava. <laughs> right after they just <laughs> put these enchantments on them, I felt so bad. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? So I, you know, I moved the anvils. Yeah, bad Jimbo. That was a bad. That's a bad move. Yeah, I did it to my stuff. Yeah, we don't have that problem this season. Uh, I I've not had to make a lot of gear. Most of the gear when I've died has survived. I think I've lost a couple tools. I remember losing an axe and a pickaxe at one time, but that's kind of it. I keep bragging. I'm on my same bow I built week one. Yeah. I've died more times this season than I've died in most seasons, but for dying that many amount of times, I haven't really lost my gear. No, I have lost some boots because I wear gold boots instead of netherite boots, and those have fallen in lava, so I've had to replace those. And I've lost an elytra. Yeah. When I lost my stuff, I would lose my place, my coordinates. Yeah. That's usually yeah, something, it would despawn. Yeah, the only time I've lost my stuff was working on the Wither Skeleton Farm. Uh, Not the Wither Rose Farm, <laughs> the Skeleton <okay>. Farm. <laughs> All right. I, I would have thought I would have died more on the Wither Rose Farm, but no. I remember that. Yeah. That's kind of it for the 117 changes. Again, it's a small snapshot. They did do some 118 stuff. And like I said, this is going to be data packs. Like you can take the 118 data pack and put it on your 117 world. But they are saying that these data packs will make your world no longer compatible for 118 when it fully releases. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, yeah, you can play on 118 early, but you ain't going to play on 118 when 118 out. Yeah. So keep that in mind. A lot of people are not realizing that, and I, I don't want people starting a new world with these data packs just to realize they have to cancel that world if they want to play on the real 118. But yeah, it seems like they've taken some of our heart-to-heart on the Noodle Caves. Remember how small and claustrophobic they were and then didn't really lead to anywhere? Yes. They, they've changed that. They're, they're a bit wider now. Mm-hmm. They actually connect better. There are some instances, Exuma showed this in his snapshot video, where the cave kind of will abruptly end, but one block further is the continuation of the cave. There's still a bit of that. That I'm not so worried about. That feels like normal Minecraft generation to me. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. But the extreme compactness of the old caves, (laughs) I didn't really like. Yeah, it didn't seem to make sense. Yeah. It's not something that you want to come across. They'd be filled with mobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of these uh, updates for the snapshot was just mainly underground generation, you know, ore generation, stuff like that. 
still still tweaking it, still working on it. Yeah. We made the joke last night when we were writing up the show. Man, the guy who's doing the ore generation, he's busy all the time. <laughs> he's like the only guy working. He's like, man, I got I to keep tweaking this ore generation. What's going on here? He gets it done and they're like, okay, more ore generation. Jeez. <laughs> more tweaking. Man. Uh, I will say this tweak feels very close to the sweet spot. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do any more tweaking on this because it does feel like, hey, there's a ton of ores in the world now, but it's not an overwhelming amount now. Yeah. I don't think the veins are as big as they were. No. I think they kind of shortened them up more like blobs instead of veins. That's what it looked like. You can find those, uh, the raw blocks, the raw ore blocks inside there more often, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But I think that's still pretty rare. Yeah. In itself. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to look over our notes and see if there's anything uh, super important to go over. They've lowered the carver caves that end up spawning under oceans to below, below Y0 just to make sure it doesn't break through the surface and get flooded with water. Okay. I kind of like that, but if they don't want those caves filled with water, it makes sense. I didn't mind water-filled caves. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe it was they were the water-filled caves were happening too much, and they wanted to reduce that. And if that's the case, that makes sense. Yeah, it is annoying when you're mining and... uh you hit one of those water caves, slows you down. and <laughs> Yeah, it is a bit annoying, so. A pain to work around. Yeah. There were some bug fixes. I didn't see any of them that made, that kind of jumped out. Jimbo said the one that really stood out was the anvil fix. But then again, I didn't put it because it didn't really stand out to me. I never minded my item being tossed, I guess, because yeah. I never used Jimbo's anvils on the ender injury either. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, I don't think it was like a bug. Yeah, I think that that's how it was. Yeah, to me, it always just felt as a way to point you in the, hey, you just lost your anvil. Yeah. That's kind of it for Snapshot News. Like I said, super small this week. Why are they so small? I'm thinking we're getting close, duds. Uh-huh. And we brought up something last week. You know what that means. If it's, if it's close to getting time, we have to do the bet. Yes, and we've asked for some suggestions, mm-hmm. and man, did they come flooding in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but some of your guys' suggestions, like, give everything we own to the other person, we're not doing that. <laughs> when I don't think Jimbo wants a base under the sea. Eh, I'd change the B room. <laughs> okay. No, no, I wouldn't even go in there. So, I did pick out a couple bets that i really liked and it's funny because we asked you guys to kind of pick and then me and jimbo went totally different (laughs) couple of the ones i liked one was from decoy the loser would have to speak in a deep southern accent for an entire video (laughs) yeah that was pretty good I, i find that funny because i'm from the deep south and i can't speak in a deep southern accent for more than two seconds you know whoops (laughs) whoops <laughs> uh another one was if duds wins jimbo would have to play with a controller the entire episode and if jimbo wins i would have to play with the keyboard i find this funny one because i can play with a keyboard and mouse i just mm-hmm. don't prefer it. a lot of people think i just can't do it and that's why i don't do it it's like no nah, i just prefer 
a controller. It's easier on my hands. And another reason we're not going to do it is because then for me to play on a keyboard, I I had to go buy a program to make sure they're free programs, but they don't run very well. So I bought a very nice program and then bought a very nice controller. I'm not going to make Jimbo go spend money on this bet. Makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to get the equipment. Even though I really like the idea. That was a good idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That one was from Zeus. The other one I really liked was a stack of full of copper blocks. And then I had the idea of maybe we have to give a fully oxidized block. Like you're not allowed to mine any copper until you have to give that one oxidized block to the other person because copper takes a while to oxidize. I don't know who said this one. It was kind of buried in the chat. But as soon as I said this, we ended up coming up with the the actual bet. And it's loser has to record an entire episode without saying a word. Yep. We did make a little side rule that the episode has to be at least 10 minutes. Our normal episodes are 20 minutes. And <laughs> we kind of felt that a full 20 minute episode without saying anything might hurt our viewership because we're still tiny YouTubers. We don't want to hurt our channels that bad. So it's going to be at least a 10 minute episode. No words said. Now we can throw text in there. We can throw text in there. You just can't, you can't physically say anything. I don't care if you Bumblebee Autobot it where you just take cuts of words and lyrics of songs (laughs) to say Mm. what you're trying to say. You physically cannot say a word. You might as well turn the mic off for an entire episode. Yeah, there was a suggestion by Stonefigure. He said, loser can only talk in song lyrics. (laughs) I thought that one was pretty funny. That'd be difficult. That'd be really difficult. A lot of the music I listen to doesn't have lyrics, so... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'd be able to do that one. Yeah, that's the bet. Now, let's do the dates. I can't remember. You said your date first last time, didn't you? I don't know. I think you did. So I don't want to make you go first again this time because that would be like an unfair advantage. Unless you pick my date. You better not. (laughs) I'm going to pick July, hang on, 14th. That's the day I'm going with for the 117 release. You know, it's crazy. I think uh, last time we did this bet, we were what, like a two week difference? Uh Uh-huh. Something like that. My date is June 30th. Ooh. <laughs> Late June. That's two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And we did the same thing. I did a little earlier than yours. Yeah. I originally was going to choose the 7th, but I was like, ah, I'm going to do the 14th just in case there's some, there's some issues. I was going to pick my birthday again because it came out on my birthday, June 23rd. Yeah. I was like, ah, that might be a little soon. Let's move it back a week. I think it's going to come a lot earlier. Then we think, like, I think you're probably going to win this one because with how small the snapshots are, I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing pre-releases in the next week or two. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, we, the pre-releases don't count. Right. You know, we're, we're looking for the full release. So even though you can play the new stuff on the pre-release, we're betting on the full release. Yep. And like I said, even if it's a day after Jimbo's bet date, he still wins. It's whoever's closest to the full release. Not You can't go over or anything like that. It's whoever is closest. Now, is there a middle day? That's what I'm trying to figure out. If there's a day that we both win. Or both lose, 
we could both do the silent episode. If there's a middle day, we both have to do the thing. Yeah, I'm I'm all for that. I think July 7th is the middle day. Yeah, it's not like one closer than the other. If it comes out on July 7th, we both lose. Cool. Kind of rooting for July 7th. We would both have to do a silent episode. <laughs> yeah, I know I kind of want the July 7th <laughs> just to see what we can do. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, but should we move into listener comments? Because we asked you guys with Snapshot being so short this week for questions, basically, <laughs> Q&A type thing. We we did have a couple questions. Some of the questions are going to be super short, just giving you a heads up. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and start with mine. It says, Duds, you mentioned in the last episode you watch Minecraft content for the building. Is there a style you really enjoy or one that you're not fond of? If you're talking about style of building or style of content, because that's two separate things. I really like the way Etho builds, and I really like Etho's content. So <laughs> there, there's a double win there. So Etho. Yeah. I really like B-Dub's building style, mm-hmm. but I'm not a fan of the way B-Dub shows his building content. I like B-Dub's content. I think his videos are awesome when I watch them every time they come out the same day. But a lot of B-Dub's building is done off camera. And that's probably because of how complex his builds are. It's a lot easier to do them off camera and just come back and show you later. And I'm not, I, I, I want to see the process happen. Now, Etho does generally cut a lot of his building out, but he still shows you some important segments. And that's why I really like that. All right. There's that. I, I won't say there's any like style I'm just not fond of other than building something to build something. Like if you build a farm, you just kind of leave it ugly. <laughs> it just, here you go. It just works. But I'm not a fan of that. I'd like everything should be decorated somehow because everything can be decorated. It's just figuring out how. Yeah. High Hopes also asked, Jimbo, you said you're really into the storyline aspect. So I'm curious if you watch any SMPs that have a focus on storyline. Uh, Not really. High Hopes did post a video of, uh, I think, Sunfire SG. He is making a storyline type of SMP or has a storyline going. Mm-hmm. It looks really interesting. I think it was only like a five minute video. I, it did take a lot of editing, but it, you know, it's got the ambience. It's got the, yeah, it's got characters in it and it looks, it looks really interesting. Most of the time, like when I talk about these storylines and the characters coming together is uh, like Neebs gaming, mm-hmm. how they, they're playing the game they throw in these different challenges and storylines and there's an editor involved that makes it look like an actual, I don't know, like a sitcom kind of. Not so much a sitcom, but like an episode. Like it's not just people playing. Yeah. There's like a story and I I, I really get into that type of stuff. Third Life, they kind of have it. It's not a scripted episode that you're liking it's yeah a cinematic episode right that's it yep i'll i'll get that from hermitcraft sometimes you know they'll like like the hermitcraft war you know i was really into that i was like this is a lot of fun you know people were getting you know have their own part and they're doing that they're doing in this war you got scar and cub fan they're like narrating the war and i thought that was cool everyone had their little part and they all came together to do that. So it's not 
uh, like a specific SMP, but it's just nice for when SMPs throw a storyline in the mix. Yeah. Whereas when they were doing the Civil War, I was just like, no, I'll come back later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I loved it. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really don't like the first few days in the new seasons, because there's relatively no building going on. It's mainly hunt gather. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, boy. You're up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you have to do that. Like, that's part of the game. You have to go into hunt and gather mode the first couple of days on every new season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just not what I'm into. And I'm not going and leaving negative comments or anything on that. It's just like, all right, I know these guys are good builders. I'll come back when it's time for building. Yeah. Okay, we have a question from Beanman6649. If Minecraft were to be taken off the market and nobody could play it, what would you do for content on all platforms? Assuring that you had to post something on every platform. And by that, I'm assuming they mean like YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. Oh, Hightail? <laughs> yeah. When that comes out, that that's the easy fix. I was a huge Battlefield player before I started playing Minecraft. Like, I love Battlefield. I can't wait for the next Battlefield to come out this year. And it's very tempting to buy a new console or upgrade my PC just for that game. Um, Mainly because I haven't liked the last couple iterations of Battlefield. Basically, since Battlefield 4, I haven't had a lot of fun with it. So it's been years since I've gotten to get a good shooter game. I, I don't like COD. And it's not even Call of Duty that I hate. It's the people who play it. I'd rather not be called racist slurred or hear how many times someone has tried to have sex with my mother every time I'm in a lobby. (laughs) Yeah, happens pretty frequent. And I never got that on Battlefield. I I ended up making a lot of good friends on Battlefield just because there was teamwork communications and you weren't like screaming at how dumb somebody was. It was a, hey... You should try this, and maybe that'll work a little bit better for you. And like, it was a very helpful community. I don't know if it's still like that now, but that's the way it was in Battlefield 4. The fact that there were all these Easter eggs, and whenever you caught someone trying to do an Easter egg, everybody would drop what they're doing and try to help that person get an Easter egg. Like, mm. you're in the middle of a fight, you're shooting guys in the face, and then all of a sudden you see a guy like start shaking back and forth, like, no, 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 don't shoot me, I'm trying to do this Easter egg, and you just like, we got to help this guy get this Easter egg. <laughs> I, I don't get that in Call of Duty. Yeah, I get, like, again, racist slurs thrown at me and stupid stuff. Yeah, I'd probably do some Battlefield, depending on the next version of the game that came out. Hightail, obviously. Or I'd go to Scrap Mechanic. I've been wanting to do Scrap Mechanic forever and just haven't had the time to. I still got it. Haven't even opened it yet. <laughs> yep. But yeah, me, I'm definitely like a survival game player. For YouTube, at least. Anything survival. Oh, you'd be all in Seven Days to Die. Yep, I play a lot of Seven Days. There's a couple other games that I want to play. Like you mentioned, Hytale. I would definitely make YouTube videos for Hytale. Twitch, I'm with you. Like I I like play shooter games. I couldn't make Mm -hmm. YouTube content out of it. But for streaming, yeah, those games are good. I never really played Battlefield. I played Call of Duty... A handful of times my cousin was into it. I played with him for like a week, but never really, I don't know, picked it up. But Halo, Halo I was always really good at. Very rusty. Yeah. To me, I think what doesn't help as I've gotten older is the competitive will to win every single match 
is just gone. <laughs> like that's not what's fun for me anymore. It's uh, messing around. Like I remember one time there's an EOD bot in Battlefield and you can hurt people with this. We would like stake out a uh, rooftop and we'd have our buddy Caleb place an EOD bot on the escapes uh, ladder. And uh, every time someone would climb the ladder, he would just sit there and torch them to death while they were trying to get to the roof. That was the <laughs> funniest thing in the world. And I had way more fun doing that than I did winning matches. <laughs> That's the kind of gameplay I would end up doing if I didn't do Minecraft anymore. Yeah. Next question says, have you guys gone back to Minecraft 1.0 to try to kill the Ender Dragon on survival just to experience what Minecraft was like way back when, when it first released? And 2011. This is from Deadwalker, also a new patron. Thank you for the uh, support. Yes. And uh, no. <laughs> no. No. I think it'd be nice to just go back and see what it was like. Like, I mm -hmm. completely forgot what Minecraft 1.0 was like. I wouldn't go back to play the game at all, but mm -hmm. maybe just to see what it felt like. Yeah. Well, me and you said it earlier. This is one of the reasons we don't do modded. Why go back? Yeah. And I'm with you. I would probably go back to spend 30 minutes and experience it. Mm -hmm. But other than that, no. <laughs> yeah, just to see how far it's came be the only reason. And it's mainly because neither one of us started in 1.0. We started in 1.8. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, that's kind of a short answer. It's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Not, not a big fan of going back. I got a question here from that one gamer boy. Mm-hmm. Says, hey, Duds and Jimbo, I was wondering what features do you think are in Bedrock that should be in Java? What is a feature from Java that needs to be in Bedrock? Well, I think both me and Jimbo know exactly what needs to be in Java from Bedrock. Is that the Trident Killer? Yeah, that's the Trident Killer. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's one thing I really want. For me, one, it's super cool. And two, the Trident is useless. Every new weapon they've brought to the game is useless and at least the trident killer makes the trident useful yeah i always use the trident for you know the monument raid but besides that there's really you said there's no use for it it's the coolest weapon in the game but it's useless mm -hmm. unless you want to go after a guardian or make charged creepers useless yeah and again like with the whole monument rating you don't need it yeah like you could beat it without without the trident i think it makes it a little bit easier because you can throw it and melee with it but yeah besides that i've never I, i've never used my trident this season it's been just sitting sitting there in the chest mm -hmm. i do like the how you place blocks in front of your feet love that feature for bedrock would love to see that in java mm -hmm. i i honestly i would like eventually complete parody you know eventually it'd be nice to play with people from bedrock and java at the same time you know if they were that similar yeah i think bedrock should get the offhand yeah oh definitely that java has they ha they have the offhand but it's so handicapped mm -hmm. and it doesn't make any sense either why it's like that yeah it is strange they need the offhand we have even though my offhand has been relegated to holding a totem of undying basically the entire time. Yeah. We also have the F3 screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives you so much information. That is a big one. Yeah. 
there's no F3 on a controller, you know? There's just no F3 on there. You speak for yourself. <laughs> there's an F3 on my controller. <laughs> Is there? Oh, my God. Yeah. I told you, I've got a, I've got a built-up crazy controller. It's got a full keyboard attached to it. Mm. Oh, I've seen it. I didn't realize there's F buttons. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a function. Then you have to hit the one, two, three, four. Mm. But it can do it. All right. Uh, next question from Stonefigure. I think going over Minecraft lore would be cool. Talking about game theory videos and etc. Not much of a question. Not one we could probably answer today. I'm looking at the time, and we honestly thought this was going to be a super short show. We're going to have to run through these last couple questions relatively quickly to get to mending Minecraft. But I would love for Minecraft to install more lore, whether it just be something simple like scrolls or journals that you can find. Like, if I'm finding a sunken ship, I would love a captain's log. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I think Minecraft, it was trying to do some of that with the archaeology update. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to see that for, you know, who knows when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only only a few parts of the game you find some lore, but I think they mentioned, you know, they, they, they want you to add your own lore into it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about Hytale earlier. There is so much lore to that game. Yeah, they're not, they're not letting you come up with your own lore. It's like, here's the lore, and it's excessive, and it's awesome. Oh, it's everywhere. A simple fix could be that Minecraft updates their paintings. Because a lot of the paintings just feel like random paintings. It'd be really cool if some of the paintings were to tell a story. Mm-hmm. It, it would make paintings a bit more useful. Right. Next question. I think you actually had the last two. Yes. Dirty Blonde 655 asks, what inspired you to start YouTube channels and the podcast? Well, we've talked about this, I think, a couple times. Mm-hmm. The short answer for the podcast is... I was being stupid and said something on stream <laughs> about how podcasts could be easy content and I would do it if I could come up with a name. Then Mr. Walrus No Pants gave me a great name for a podcast in the withering effect and then I had to make a podcast. <laughs> Turns out the podcast has been my most successful uh, content creation to date and I can't thank you guys enough for being here and supporting the show. It's crazy to think you guys actually sit down and listen to me talk about Minecraft for as much as you do, and it really does put a smile on my face every week when Carl puts the analytics up to see that number just slowly grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Uh, YouTube channel was actually a different uh, aspect. Let's start with the fact that I didn't like Minecraft when I first saw it. I thought it was dumb, a stupid looking game. Same here. And I was never going to play it. I'd rather shoot people in Battlefield, then play Minecraft. Then I started watching Neebs Gaming, and then playing Minecraft. And then I went, oh, you can play Minecraft this way? That's kind of cool. So I started doing that. But creating my YouTube channel was actually uh, inspired from false symmetry. Mm. I honestly thought you needed a huge amount of tech gear to do a YouTube channel. So I went, well, I'll never be able to do that. And she did a setup tour for one of her videos and it was just like this little computer and a single monitor with a microphone and I went that's it and she's making such great quality content with that little setup I'm gonna try it and sure enough I spent $400 built myself my first PC st- 
stole an old monitor that someone was throwing away, fixed it, and I was playing on this little tiny monitor in this, well, what I consider the backup PC now that's sitting in the corner, that if anyone listens to the show live, we'll see it jump in the chat when we have guests and stuff. And I created my channel off of just basically this rinky-dink computer and stuff, and yeah, that's how I started. How about you? Well, I started, I was the same way with you. I did not like the way Minecraft looked until I started doing the tutorial, and I was like, man, you can craft different things. There's there's a lot more involved than you think. Yeah. And then I started my own survival world. This is on Xbox, and uh, I didn't know what was going on. I was like trying to become friends with a giant slime and stuff. You know, I'm getting killed by Endermen. I was like, yeah. I don't know what's safe and what's not. You know, I was really confused. So I went on YouTube and I started looking for Minecraft content to watch to where I can become more familiar with it. And that's when I came across Mumbo Jumbo. Mm-hmm. He was the first one that I started watching. And I was like, man, he was, when he first started Hermitcraft, and uh, I didn't know you could have worlds with all your friends in there and, you know, these awesome buildings and you can add to your base, you know, with these redstone machines. I was like, man, there's so much more to this game than I realized. And uh, after watching him for like a year or so, I was like, man, this this seems like something I could get into. You know, I could use my own sense of humor and try to make videos. I, I really enjoyed the SMP mm-hmm. uh, a lot more playing with friends than it is playing alone. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I wanted to do. And I was lucky enough to join Comicraft and start my YouTube there. Mm-hmm. I pushed for that on Comicraft. Anytime someone mentioned, yeah, I want to start a YouTube, I was like, do it, do it now. Mm-hmm. You actually helped me out getting like my audio right and everything. And mm-hmm. it was out there at the beginning. It was definitely off. Still doing that. Yeah. Two weeks ago, Jimbo, buy this microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, still working on it. Uh, but the podcast was, yeah, that was all your idea. Yeah. Uh, if you're still not working on making your audio and visuals better, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, every single week, I'm in the editing thing, and or editing program. I don't know why it's a thing, but editing program, like, can I do this better? How can I make this a better effect? Is this background music too loud? Is it too quiet? Because I've noticed if I listen with my headphones, my background music, my video, perfect. If I listen with a speaker, you can't even hear this background music. Yeah. So for those of you who have never noticed, there is background music on every episode, just to say. Last question is from Dogatron007. Mm-hmm. Ask what is your favorite Minecraft feature? Ooh. Mine's got to be redstone. Yeah. Got to be. I mean, to be even more broad than that, I agree mm-hmm. with you, redstone. The ability to automate things in Minecraft is huge, but the fact that it's a sandbox to me is even better, and the fact that you want to build it, go build it. Yeah. Like, you can do anything. You want to go conquer that, go conquer that. Go. I mean, you think about it. You can do it. You want to destroy something? Yeah. Go destroy it. Uh, just look at my base this season. I went to Jim and go, hey, I want to put a ravine in the ocean. And it's like, okay, let's do it. Right. I and mean, that's that's what's so great about this game. You think about it, you can do it in this game. Yep. The fact that it's just a blank slate for you to get creative, do whatever you want. Yeah. All right, let's move on. 
Thank you guys so much for all those questions. Those questions were from our Discord, and our Discord is the only place you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take YDYT's word for it. Hey everyone, I'm YDYT, and I'm a member of the Weathering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with fellow listeners like me, and the people who work on the show. So join today, and let's discuss the game we love. There are links in the show notes. Thank you again for the Discord ad, YDYT. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved. Or involved? Yes. I don't know why I thought I just said evolved. <laughs> Where you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week we asked you to choose between three biomes for us to discuss and approve. Your choices were Soul Sand Valley, Ice Spikes, and the Desert. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Desert. Yeah, close one. Pretty close with the ice spikes. The desert had 30 votes, ice spikes with 27, Soul Sand Valley with only 8. few things on the desert. Desert is a common warm biome, mainly consists of sand. It has three variations, the regular desert, desert lakes, and desert hills. Desert biomes are usually vast, quite barren and lifeless, with only vegetation being cacti and dead bushes. Uh, among the mobs that can spawn in the desert, only rabbits spawn in the wild, while villagers, cats, cows, sheep, and pigs appear in the villages, desert villages. Mm. Deserts make up their barrenness by featuring a relatively large number of structures, such as pillager outposts, villages, desert pyramids, fossils, and uh, desert wells. So there are some unique features for the desert, but it is pretty lifeless. Yeah. I'm going to get more unique. Okay. So in thinking about how to improve the, the desert, you've got to think about ways to not destroy the desert. Because like you said, the desert's supposed to be relatively lifeless. So there's mm -hmm. that. So I decided to focus in on probably the weakest feature of the desert, and that's the desert well. I understand why there's these desert wells, but I would assume a desert well would be more incorporated into a village since that kind of makes sense, not just uh, this random building in some random part of the desert. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make much sense to me. So I want to switch out the desert world. Just get rid of it totally. And we're going to put an oasis in the desert instead. And I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking within a chunk, you have this oasis. So a small little lake, you get a bit of grass. Let's add some palm trees in this so we get new wood type i always try to do a new tree when i've got to do a biome uh let's add some coconuts so now we have a new food type on top of that and for mobs i thought either a desert fox so like a yellowish color fox since foxes are kind of the rage lately or the meerkat and it turns out that when we were doing the biome vote a meerkat was actually up in the desert so that works out perfectly for Mojang if they want to do an oasis type thing in the desert. Yeah, now they did the, uh, what is the biome vote? Desert was one of the votes. They did mention meerkats and palm trees. It's funny how yeah. that came back around. Yeah, that lined right up because, what was it? I had filled everything out last night and you're like, well, I'm going to go look at the biome vote to see what they had in there. And sure enough, 
two of the things I put in there just so happened to line up with Mojang's biome update. And those are the only two additions that they mentioned for that biome update was the palm trees and meerkats. And I was thinking the, what about the tumbleweeds? You know, that I heard those were a desert thing, but I think it's more of a savanna or a mesa. Yeah, I can't remember if it's savanna or mesa. I think it's more savanna, but it, it doesn't matter. It's obviously not desert. So, mm-hmm. when I think of desert, I think of camels. Mm-hmm. It could be another rideable mob. If you had a camel, maybe you can control this camel with the uh, addition of a chest. And see, I thought of the same thing, but I tried to align with how maybe Mojang would think. Mm-hmm. And one, you can already get a rideable creature with a uh, chest and a donkey. The donkey, yeah. So I was like, eh. And then you also have llamas that can caravan like camels do that can carry chest too. Because I was like, oh, camel's such an obvious pick for a mob in the desert. It works out. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, a camel would do stuff that we already have in the game. So how can you bring something new? And that's why I really wanted a meerkat. I think that would be really cool. And a new critter. So Yeah, I could see them being similar to like rabbits. Mm-hmm. See, I always figured like maybe the meerkat would lead you to the oasis if you found one in the wild. Okay. And became friendly with it, it would lead you to an oasis and stuff. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. That's all I had for mending Minecraft. Yeah, same here. Um, looking at the time, though, I don't think we have time to cover our topic this week. I say we save it. Let's save it. Yeah. Because it is a decent topic. And the closer it gets to release, it'll actually be more more inclined to be discussed. Yep. All right. But before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Deadwalker, Fragile Rock, Obeep, Stonefigure, and YDYT. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear in the intro is created by the one and only Decoy. I want to say a huge congrats to Decoy, who hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube this week. Yeah, congrats. GG Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.